0: Oh, where, oh, where could Tom Scanlon be? The man's probably sleeping, it's past 7.30.
1: We got a guest host, Willie Nelson, could it be? His last name is Nelson, but his first name is actually Lee. Welcome back to Talking the Walk. This is episode 63. Scott Steiner, I am Paul Patterson.
2: And I'm Brandon Schmitz.
0: Guest host, Lee Nelson.
1: What were you doing?
0: Me? I thought I was yeah. going to
1: go.
0: I thought I was, I thought, I don't know. I didn't. Okay. Well, that's a good start.
1: Um, thank you to Jake Brown and Original Music, Bailey Bishop, Original Artwork, Social Media Director, Tyler Stanley, Fact Checker, Joe Martin, and of course, Jeff Craby and Marketing. At some point in time, you'll, you'll actually, outside of the artwork and the music, will get some use out of out of the other three people that are holding positions for us currently. Watch update, cause I know everybody's very interested in that. This month I have to get 236.5 miles done in the 31 days of, right? 31 of October, 30, yeah. 31,
0: it's 31.
1: So far I've got 87.6. Remember I was supposed to be around 7.6 miles a day. So I am right on pace um, for that. Little also side note, we have over 8,000 listens to our 62 episodes. So I thought that was a pretty good milestone. We had another 1,000 um, on that. Not sure what we're going to do when we get to get to 10,000 or even 100 episodes. That's that's Free. way in advance. Say it again, Schmitz. Free shirts, Free shirts from gravy. Agreed. We, right now,
0: we would just take a ah, shirt. Right? I mean something. Marketing man. Okay. Or I think you could give you could give away like a Jake Brown song. Like, oh, to there the you go. Listener. Yeah. He's really good
1: at uh One Last Kiss by Elvis that Pearl Jam redid. Um he's really good at like throwing your name. He he had a stretch there where he was singing to everybody um through Snapchat. He'd just get your name, somebody would request it, he'd get your name, and then he he would uh sing a song about you. So maybe we'll have to bring that back. Katie's Theater, get ready for this. Steel Magnolias, four out of five. Well, Chrissy gets the award for picking the movie that breaks my heart. This movie was so good, and Schmitz, I do believe you get to witness this firsthand. This movie was so good, but the ending broke me. I was bawling my eyes out at work. I need to do research on movies before I decide what to watch at work, I guess. Would recommend this movie to anyone who hasn't seen it. I would say it's a chick flick, but so good. I've seen the Steel Magnolias TV show on Netflix, and the movie is nothing like it. Uh, Schmitz, can you confirm that she was bawling her eyes out?
2: Oh, my God. I thought that was... <laughs> awesome. I had no idea what I was walking into. I print, so... uh,
1: that would have been fun to watch you be uncomfortable, too. Road Trip, <laughs> for a four out of five stars. So I'm pretty sure this is the movie Christy told me to watch. It gave me American Pie vibes. Pretty good movie with a lot of funny parts. A little weird at times, but overall, it was a good movie. I find it, at the the fraternity house scene is just, oh my gosh, it just makes me giggle. No, where he's like, I know this song. I know this song. And he gets up on stage and he dances. I just, I love it. I love it. Yes, and then the rest of the, the stuff that takes place. <laughs> yeah, oh, so funny. Um, and then... She, she emailed me this morning and said that she was going to go ahead and watch Titanic. That was next. Um, I told her, spoiler alert, the boat still sinks. So anyway, she watched it. Titanic, 4.5 out of 5. Go ahead and judge me. I've never seen the Titanic, and the boat did sink. It was a good movie with a good love story. Lots of action that I wasn't expecting. Would watch this again, even though it's heartbreaking. Now, little side note. She watched Titanic today. Titanic is not a, a 30, well, 15 minute movie short. It's a fairly lengthy movie. She got that watch today while she was uh, at work. Nice job, Katie. And thank you to Katie Seder. If you have any movie suggestions, please feel free to share those with us. Next. Here we go. Ready? Questions. Schmitz. Schmitz. Are you ready? Ready? Questions. you ready? yep. yep. Lee and Schmitz, are you manual or electric toothbrush? Ready to go. Manual.
2: I I prefer both. There's one that's got like
1: Scallon, get off the fence and what are you? I'll go get it. It
2: it's got a butt. It's got a battery, it's got a button and these. So it's electric.
1: Bolts.
2: It's
0: electric.
1: It's not really electric. It's electric. <laughs> are you, are you, when brushing your teeth, are you a specific routine when you brush your teeth or are you just random get in there and all over the place and then done i've got a receding gum line down here why so is that I'm, what causes that what causes a receding gum line i'm an aggressive
0: brusher <laughs> oh that must be what it is okay so are I've you ever thought about i've never thought about it so i guess i don't have a routine or maybe i do that i just have no idea that i do now and and I want you to think about
1: this. Lee, one of your favorite movies is Stranger Than Fiction.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Harold Crick always counts as the number of strokes that he he brushes his teeth with.
0: He counts everything, though. I do not.
1: Okay, that so you're just random. Yeah, I okay. would guess
0: so, but maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm just. I just know your routine Mus- is you're unaware of muscle your muscle memory. Okay, Schmidt.
2: I don't know. I like so said, random. I Aggressive brusher. I'm probably ready. so you ran.
1: Okay, are you like a set time? So Brandon, you have an electric toothbrush, which is usually a two-minute timer, which is the recommended number of minutes for brushing your teeth. Or do you just go until you think you're done brushing your teeth,
2: and then you're out. Actually, my toothbrush untimed, and the battery's dead because I put it away one morning, and it was <laughs> gone. <laughs>
1: well, it's not rechargeable
2: no it's oh just my
1: gosh okay it, lazy to change okay and you stole it from the girls that's the next thing you're going to probably
0: confess
2: It's purple. Yeah. <laughs> there you go lee
0: yeah i it's gotta be random i have no idea how long okay teeth for. okay
1: okay good i just i was i was singing about teeth brushing partly because of us talking about stranger than fiction and then my own routine when it comes to brushing teeth so
2: okay that's good to know Toothpaste hasn't <laughs> been a topic for a while either.
1: Right, right. I'm, I'm, I am, I'm going with one. I haven't been rotating my toothpaste. I'm just going with one. Confessional. Are you ready? I have to get better at keeping notes in my phone when I have an idea or a thought because I'm not remembering everything. So that's my confessional. I need to be better at, at jotting things down when it comes to mine anybody else jumping in
0: I am okay I love it I have two yes you know one so I have to I have to have a confessional about Christy Patterson because uh, about a, a week and a half ago I sent an email to both uh, al and Katie giving them the few details that I have for a JV football game Please pass this on to your parents, coaches, and transportation department. Okay, here, first of all, the first paragraph was, here's where your bus and team personnel should go. Second paragraph, there will not be a locker room available. There are restrooms, but no locker room. And then the last one, make sure your parents park in the north parking lot. We have one gate open. Well, when the team arrived, I noticed they went to the wrong place, which whatever, it happens. And then I get a Snapchat from Christy Patterson, like just ripping, like they don't even have a place for us to dress. Well, first of all, I coached JV football at Norwalk for three years. We never didn't have our stuff on before we left so i just okay it's 20 minutes away not a big deal and secondly i did inform norwalk that there would not be a place to no you could you could have went dressed in the bathroom but the locker room is so far away it doesn't make any sense so just come dressed well of course christy's got to send a snapchat not just to me my wife also received the same snapchat so this was really bothering christy so i just want to make sure that it is known that that information was given ahead of time and clearly lost in translation
1: okay so so first of all first of all you have to remember al doesn't read any emails so it's not like he paid any that's why i sent
0: it to katie too she's too busy
1: watching movies true (laughs) true good point i must have caught her on titanic day or something so so no chance that that
0: information was going to be sent out to parents because they're both so busy well carlisle came to the right place with the right um stuff on on monday so they must send their email i would back. imagine
1: vicky's not watching movies all day in the in the activities office over there in carlisle i didn't guess. even
0: send it to her i just sent it to to shrek he does check his emails well anyway i just wanted to Make sure the world knows that was communicated. Good. I can only communicate to a certain group of people and I rely on others to help me communicate to the masses. Makes perfect sense. And then the second one I have, we had this conversation a couple episodes ago. Do you take your garbage out the night before or the morning of last week? Just forgot to take the garbage out period. And it was recycling day. So now yeah, I got the wheel recycling only happens every two weeks so four yeah. weeks worth of recycling yeah just a big misstep on my part
1: do you do you have
0: do you have any neighbors
1: that you know that leave their recycling bin on the outside of their garage that you could go home during the middle of the day and take some of your recycling over and dump it in theirs without them
0: <sighs> yeah I mean I probably could do I, I could probably get it in anybody's recycling bin at this point but just you also them. need to make sure you're aware of where all the ring doorbells are in yeah. the neighborhood. So you yes. can avoid being caught. Well, I wouldn't care. I wouldn't care. I mean, I would okay. I could I could probably <laughs> deal with them. I mean, if they're like, hey, why'd you put your recycling? Oh, let me tell you, I forgot to do it. So okay. self self-inflicted wound. Dang but, it. Yeah. Well, thanks for
1: jumping
2: in. Schmidt, you got anything? Well, I didn't, but now I do. Um yeah. yes. up, garbage theme. So <laughs> It was probably the second or third year we we moved out to the country, and it, it was calving season. And the neighbor, I, I think he lost the calf. And did he uh, find it? No, like sure did. Head, he sure he did threw. find it. Um, but I think he threw it in his garbage can. Yes, that's where he found it. And it was it stormed like crazy on that garbage day. So garbage cans were in the ditches and whatever. After he, they were emptied, right? MT and then all over. Yep. So he retrieved his or he retrieved one and uh I retrieved the other and put it right next to our doorway where we entered the house and it smelled absolutely horrible. So I after about a day, day and a half, I decided I was just gonna sneak over to the to his shop and switch them. So um stole his garbage can, maybe I don't know. I swapped him, death carcass garbage can. <laughs> so that's my confession. Sorry, I'm positive.
1: Jeff. He doesn't listen to the podcast, so he's he, you're safe. And there's no doubt that you had the dead calf, um, garbage
2: can. No doubt. It was it was awful. Oh, I can't imagine. Almost yeah. as bad as, right by a scum can coming and sleeping next to the bed. <laughs> Almost as bad. Almost. (laughs) Okay,
1: look at that. Everybody jumping in the confessional. I love it. Thanks for joining. Ready for feedback? Mm -hmm. I'm sure you are. First one from Trevor Tompkins. Messy food. Absolutely love smoked pork ribs and need to have spicy barbecue on every bite, and the only way to eat them is off the bone. It's a messy affair and doesn't feel like, like you end up using a complete roll of paper towels per rack of ribs. Coming in at close second is eating the Iowa State Fair smoked turkey legs. It's impossible not to feel or look like a caveman, but so worth it. Makes me giggle. Um, It's kind of crazy, and I'm not sure how it is possible, as I consider myself hip with pop culture, but related to your non-sponsor, Rebecca Black, I've never heard the song until today. It's not that I didn't know what it was. I knew that the forwards I received on Facebook or other platforms were were a reference to it being Friday. For whatever reason, though, for over a decade, I refused to listen to the song. I think in a way it's pretty incredible that I didn't even hear it somehow accidentally. Not today, though. I gave it a listen and I agreed that although that was brutal singing lyrics, it was catchy and I had to listen to the end. One thing that amazed me, though, is how reputable, how that a reputable rapper, rapper agreed to have his name associated with that train wreck. Procrastination works for me, always has. I don't like being a procrastinator, but I've learned that I'm not likely to change anymore and i've accepted it it started working effectively for me in college for papers or setting for tests reason being i feel when i pulled all nighters and crammed to get it done at the deadline papers were written with a well flowing train of thought as i'd get into a zone rather than working on it at several different times when distracted or less focused and the paper ends up being choppy i also think i remembered my study notes better for tests i've done over and over the night before rather than slowly and steady through a week, procrastination has led to bad habits. So for me, over years, I chronically just, I'm chronically just on time or slightly late because I pack in as many late tasks as possible before leaving for my destination. It's a vicious cycle. Thank you to Trevor for that. Uh, next is Jeff Grady, and of course, now I've got to find him um, and get that done. I'll tell you one of the things that I need to work on is being better at my uh, text messages. Feedback, real tomato ketchup, only the best for you, Paul. Wings drenched in sauce, hate the mess, love, love the wings. Made right all day over sloppy joes and from the tavern it looked like, basically is what you mean. Procrastinating, never really was one, but did struggle with it at times during grad school. It was more four kids under, two kids under four, one on the way in working and coaching, and much like Lee, when it started to make me wake up in the middle of the night is when I started to get out in front of it and not wait, which I thought was really good. Um, only two pieces left. We have Cole Hopkins, who is next. Um, Frank Lloyd Wright, Katie Theater. Katie, are you listening? Game night. That's what Cole wants you to watch. Frustrating food has to be crab legs. Very tasty, but so much work for such little food. I told him that's why I always go with imitation crab. You can't go wrong with that. I'm a textbook procrastinator of daily tasks, but more significant ones like a big project or application give me too much anxiety to put off. So I'm usually pretty good at getting those done early. Um, Or maybe writing a reflection for his um, portfolio that involves uh, junior warrior football camp. And then uh, Christy sent one. Joan of Arc. Love that Katie appreciates my movie suggestions. So sorry that Cole is jealous of his likes. Don't match Katie's. Um, More movie suggestions, Katie. Here you go. From Christie, on the basis of sex, the fault in our stars, central intelligence, the upside. Frank Lloyd Wright, food that I like that, that frustrates me while eating Rubens and agree with Lee, nachos. My favorite Friday Snapchats from Lear when Sloan and or Bennett make a guest appearance in our in either sing or dance to the Friday song. Um, is mustard older than ketchup? There was once a time when the only condiments available to people were ketchup, or do you say catsup? and mustard. Mustard is one of the world's oldest condiments. Ketchup comes from the Hakan Chinese word, whatever. And so she tried to help us a little bit with the, uh, the mustard and ketchup. Yeah. Okay. That's it for feedback. Anybody else? Brandon, you got any feedback? Have you been listening? Like, oh no, you boycotted us like months ago. So we're good. Yeah. Um, high school sports for us. How about we, you want to do the same thing that we normally do? I go, you go. Mm-hmm. Give an update. And then, Brandon, you can chime in with uh, some of the cross-country stuff here Okay. about where, where people are as far as district. And, Lee, obviously, you're hosting, so we, we can talk about that. Anyway, cross-country for us, boys, uh, varsity and junior varsity took first in the conference meet. That was yesterday at uh, Central College. And then um, for our girls, Bree Morrow took first place uh, overall for the girls. So we had an individual champion, and then we had two team champions uh, at that cross-country
0: meet yesterday our boys finished fourth in the conference meet and then our girls won the varsity conference meet as a team
1: good and then brandon you want to talk a little bit about what's coming up for cross country
2: yeah so the uh the regional or state qualifying meet that the league gets the opportunity to host down there um kind of convenient for for the schmidt's house because my wife is also going to have her team there so um uh, get an opportunity to go down and see the norwalk kids run and, and also support my wife at the same time so and me and lee
1: uh, of when, course when is it when's the state qualifying meet uh
0: october 20th wednesday october 20th girl so we go at
1: four boys at 430 a week a week from
2: wednesday yep. um granted when is conference for abby uh tomorrow night at johnston i'm looking for the schedule but yeah okay are you going to that? No? Okay,
1: sorry. Didn't, why, that's probably bad that we did that publicly. <laughs> but anyway, that's fine. Um, for us, swimming is uh, the, the Metro meet, I do believe is tonight. And we have fared very well against all the rest of the Metro schools. Um, and and we're, we're doing well right now.
0: Lee? Uh, we've been off for a little bit. We were supposed to swim at Southeast Polk last Thursday, and they had some sort of pool issue and had to cancel their swim meets last week. So and, we have not not swam in a while. And with you not owning a pool, having to to
1: basically use the Y, mm-hmm. you can't you can't just on a
0: dime say, yeah, we'll host. Is that right or not?
1: Yeah, like I think last we, Thursday could you have brought
0: Southeast poke over and swam? Well, it was it was a like an invitational. They do like a relay only. It's kind of a gimmicky swim meet. I'm not okay. sure we would probably host anything like that but no we we did last year waukee had like a broken bottle in their pool and couldn't host a boys meet and we just switched it to our place okay okay that night so we have done it they're they're pretty good about working with us
1: so it just it was it was a little bit it wasn't a a traditional duel yeah what you're saying okay but we Um, do
0: host the the little hawkeye conference invitational as we call it i mean it's not a conference uh meet because we don't have enough teams that have swimming in the conference but we do host that next Tuesday and Norwalk is not a part of that even though we are in the Little Hawkeye conference
1: but because Lincoln is our main school we have to do sand
0: but they swam in it last year because Lincoln wasn't swimming so they were split. that worked that worked out well and yeah that, it was fun it was fun to have them there last year yeah they
1: did a great we talked about that
0: on the podcast they did a great job of of separating them so that they could swim um and, and honestly, they could going. come and swim in this if they I mean it's not a conference thing. I mean, I'm sure we'd take them just to have more people if we really wanted to. Sure. That'd be good. Volleyball. Um so tonight, I mean I I'm gonna
1: spoil it for everybody, but but Indianola beat Norwalk, um, three to one.
0: And it was senior night for Indianola. And then No, we had uh, we had senior night last week. Oh, it was not tonight? I kind of okay. got off the scheduling senior night. On the last uh, event, just in case something were to happen. And it did okay. happen in swimming a couple of years ago, where in and out, know, this was weather. But then, you know, COVID's also yep. part of that, too, I think. But yeah, we, we ended up having our swimming senior night at a basketball game a couple of years ago because it kept getting canceled. So That's I try to give myself a little buffer. Okay, good plan. Um,
1: and then tomorrow is the all conference meeting. And then Thursday is conference meet in Grinnell. Correct. And that's, that's straight bracket,
0: isn't it? Uh, No, it's pool play. Okay. And then, and then they go basically the top two from each pool go to the championship bracket, the bottom two from each pool go to a different one. Okay. Okay.
1: And that's in Grinnell. And then the brackets are out for postseason. We are Grinnell, or sorry, we are Carlisle first round. We are Winterset second round. And then it looks like, based on how things sh- should shake out, uh,
0: Xavier, for us, is on the other side. Where are you? Yeah, we are Knoxville first round. Hosting that, correct? Hosting, yep. Okay. And then to Pella. And then if we get through that, uh, to Oskalusa. Okay. Okay. That'll be good. How did you do against Oski earlier? We got beat. We beat Pella and
1: we lost to Oskalusa. And, P- and Pella beat OSCE. Correct. Right, so the three-way tie for conference. Okay. Right. Um, football, you know, and just a, a quick reminder that eight, eight man, a one, a and two, a are all in their final regular season game this, this Friday. Um, they only have eight regular season games because they have 32 playoff qualifiers. So that is, that is all point differential and you can find that on the website and, and check out where everybody stands and sits with that. Um, for us, as far as three, a four, a, and five, a, we have two regular season games left. And of course, for for us in 4A, it is uh, top two, make it automatic qualifiers, and then the final four are done by the RPI. And just a little side note for everybody, the class 4A uh, district five has the RPI three, the RPI four and the RPI five in its district. So right now, um, I don't think anybody would have predicted that to have our district have three, four and five, but that's where we sit and um, that's about it. Anything else? Do you have anything, Brandon? Have anything, Lee? Have anything?
0: We also sponsor on Friday. Big one, huge. So that yeah, that it should be fun. It should be a good environment at our place. So yeah.
1: the uh, the game
0: of um, 4A
1: really in yeah. in this area. Obviously, 5A will be will be because MediaCom is are Not MediaCom, but Channel 13 is there. They've got the big deal. But Valley Dowling is is Friday. So. See how that all takes out. Brandon, anything for high school sports? Nope. Okay. Yes. Rushed it. You ready for a non-sponsor? Pray Meadows. Oh. Seems to be seems to be an absolutely not only a fantastic place for um, gambling. It just does. They they've got some good food there. Their buffet and AJ's is is quite quite delightful. Also seems to be a, a great place for a football coaches clinic. Also seems to be a great place that, let's say you go to said football coaches clinic and you get some coupons to use in the, uh, in the casino. Seems to be a good place to, to, you know, spend some free money. And then also seems to be a great place where maybe some wrestling and eye gouging might happen in order for you to uh, find a spot in the
0: bed. <laughs> I am a, a very underrated wrestler. I'm just <laughs> going to say that. Okay, so first of all,
1: you are not a wrestler. And it's not that you're an underrated wrestler. You are an excellent street fighter. There are no rules when you are going against Lee Nelson.
2: Accurate, Brandon? Dirty. dirty. He's dirty. <laughs> Lee is the only person I've ever seen hit a Royal Flush at, at Pray Meadows. Oh, I thought you were going to say Lee Nelson's the only one that
1: you've ever seen bury his knuckle all the way up to the, to the third knuckle in your eyeball
0: and still I, be able to see when you're done. Saw it up close.
1: Yep, <laughs> Nobody <he> sure did.
0: <laughs> yeah, I did hit a royal flush on the video poker on like the min bet. I won $12.85 on a five cent bet. Never Unreal. seen. It. Unreal. Well done. Well done. So Pray
1: Metals, our non-sponsor. Thank you to Pray Metals. We appreciate all that you do for us. Okay. Why is this episode called Scott Steiner? And Cole Hopkins probably should have had you on just for a guest appearance to give us the rundown of Scott Steiner, also known as Big Papa Pump Bicep on Bicep. Just enormous. So what we're going to do, um, we're, we're going to talk about what we know of supplements and performance enhancing drugs. Now, here's the deal, make sure you understand this and, and this is our disclaimer that, that at no point in time do any of the three of us claim to be experts, nor do any of us claim to be um, professionals in that you should take our advice and follow it, okay? That, that's our disclaimer. We, we are not telling you that, that you should do X, Y, or Z. What we're going to do is we're just going to discuss some of the things that we've experienced over our careers with performance enhancing drugs and supplements. Not that we've used performance enhancing drugs or supplements, but the knowledge that we have gained based on where we've been and what we've seen and what we do. Anybody else want to jump in on the old disclaimer?
2: Yep, you nailed it. This is uh, is the best advice I can give, but... I am by no means an expert. Yeah, I know pretty much
0: nothing about this. So,
2: you were yeah. You were
1: pretty forthcoming with that, that statement right there today when we were going back and forth. Yeah. Okay, first question I got. <clears throat> What's the difference between a supplement and a PED, also known as a performance enhancing drug?
2: I got the answer to that one. Yes. Uh, the uh, the dietary supplements are FDA approved, and anything that's not FDA approved would fall under the supplement category. Okay, the the PED category.
1: Correct. Yes.
2: Yes. The PEDs are, are not FDA approved. Okay. Okay. See, and
1: I didn't know that. I didn't. I didn't honestly didn't know what what classified that. Yep. Great job. Right. Thank you. And whether you could read it or not. You you at least had somewhat of an idea as to what questions were coming your way.
2: That's Today. true. That's
0: kind of where that was. Okay. What are some of the most common supplements?
2: Is creatine still a common supplement? Oh yeah. I would say that's that's a that's a big one. I think caffeine is the the biggest one though. I would agree. I would agree. And you can you can find all these things in different ways, and we can like as coaches, as athletic directors as as anybody giving these kids advice they see things on on a flashy can that says creatine or amino acids or everybody wants to get quick or get big quick fix uh and it really comes down to they have no idea what they're putting in their body um caffeine is probably the most used just like it just like coffee you know for Lee and I.
1: The uh, correct, not me. The top, all. I shouldn't say all. Uh, uh, almost all of the pre workouts contain caffeine. Almost every single one of them that kids are taking. Um, I, I think it would be it would be interesting if parents actually sat down and read the ingredients on on anything that their kids are putting in their bodies to know what that stuff looks like and, and what's in it. Um, for me, I would say, and and again, this is this is just my observations over the year. The top three supplements that get used are are whey protein, creatine, and and caffeine. Those would be not in that order, but just those those would be the top three um, when it comes to the most common supplements.
0: So for pre workout, if it doesn't contain caffeine, what what is the alternative to caffeine in that? Do you know?
2: Ginseng on <laughs> a ephedrine of some sort something to get your heart rate up yeah
1: do you remember when ginseng was a huge huge deal mm-hmm. And yeah. it was big okay what about what about common the
2: most common PEDs I really think uh, supplements and PEDs can be interchangeable uh, I think the list of NCAA and this is back 20 years ago. Um, but when we made it to the second round of the playoffs and we were all, we were all nervous that we were going to have to, you know, get selected. We knew that the NCAA was there and going to pick 10 of us off our roster. And, um, not that we were all using, but man, we were all like stressed because even cold medicine would pop up as a red flag on that test. So, um uh, I think there's, there's certainly things out there that like if I tried to list them, I wouldn't even know much about them. So there, there or kids would say, well, there's this, this, and this. Like, it's an ever-changing market. And
1: I can, I can tell you, uh, so from, from my experience, growth hormones and, and steroids, anabolic steroids would be would be up there as far as that performance enhancing drug. I can tell you as popular in, in some of those long distance things, the blood doping and things like that, we see and have heard none of that being at the high school level. But the other things, the growth hormones and the steroids have have been, and I don't want to, and I'm not trying to scare anybody, oh my gosh, they're everywhere, but they they have they have popped up um on, on very rare occasions. That's what
0: I would say. Wouldn't that just be it's, an accessibility thing? Um, why, why they're more popular or why it's more prevalent?
1: Well, what do you need to blood dope for in high school? If you're not doing the Tour de France. You know, you're not running a marathon in high school, which you're trying to win money to. So I guess that would be the from that side of it. The other side, I, I bet there are people that work, at, work out at the, at the Y that would be a, a, an avenue for kids to... Be able to get something that's not legal, or any of the other places that our kids go to work out. I think that would be something that they could get. So I don't know if it's so much so as as you know just the accessibility because I think they could probably be find somebody where they work out. Not all of our kids just work out at the high school, um, but also a necessity. You know what do you need it for?
0: So I don't know. Thoughts I, on that, Brandon or Lee? Go ahead. Well, I'm clearly not an expert in this field, but what does the first conversation look like when you're trying to snag some HGH? Do you just like roll up to the, like the biggest dude at Joe's gym?
1: I think like, that's, that's where it all starts is somebody wanting to look like somebody else that's in the gym. That would be my guess.
0: And asking them,
1: geez, how did you get so big? What are you, what are your, what's your workout? And then it leads into, well, here's my, here's my workout regimen, but then also, this is also, I mean, this is you know a little something else that I, I used to get big.
2: Yeah, I think it's a lot of, it, it, I mean, it's kind of a scary world when you get outside of, like we're all in the high school, the high school world. So, uh, you know, there's a lot of things out there, and those people that are able to offer that stuff to high school kids, they don't they don't work with high school kids. They're not they're not about you know, the next 10 years of their life, that that's a, an opportunity to make a connection and make some easy cash. So that's, it's really not a difficult conversation to, to envision in a weight room. Hey, what's your secret is really probably right. how it, exactly.
1: Exactly. What do you, Rand? what do you recommend for
2: your high school athletes? Uh, I, I don't recommend anything. I, I mean, I recommend you, you do the things that are proven and you can't outwork a bad diet. Uh, I, I firmly believe that. So, um, our family has recently started working with a nutritionalist and found out that, you know, my quick trips to Jimmy John's for lunch are probably not on a, the best diet plan. And, um, Just making some some adjustments to that so when we meet with that nutritionalist we walk into the office and you know they have whey proteins and they've got creatine they've got whatever you really want in there um but the nice thing i like about it is i said hey you know what do i need to do because at that point in time i'd lost 13 pounds in two weeks and just was feeling kind of like crap um and she said, "Well, you got to get your diet under control first, and then, and then if if there's something to supplement, then then we need to look at that." But um, and we've over the last month, we've seen some pretty good results, both both Abby and I. So, Brandon, your your role has
0: changed as far as coaching in the last few months. Do you have more kids that are are coming up and asking you for advice as far as as diet or supplements and things like
2: that yeah i mean not not a ton but yeah i've had some kids come up and ask just kind of leading questions like you know new lifter wanted to talk about you know whey protein or my dad's running to gnc this weekend like what should i tell him to pick up Uh, and my my advice is always you know track your macros first you know if you can track your your proteins your fats and your carbs not not in that order it should go proteins carbs and fats but um if you can track that stuff and you can monitor where you're at and make adjustments just through a good diet and not supplement i mean really that's a supplement is replacing food so if you can put in in good fuel there's there's really no supplement needed so
1: never never gave advice only answered questions
2: does that make sense
1: so did so when kid came and said what should i take i i usually stayed away from that trying to answer that question um but you know it it really depends on who they are and what they're doing and so that's why it's really hard for us to especially me to answer that question as to what they should take or what they should do or um, what they should add to their their daily intake. Um, what advice do you give to your kids because you know they're gonna take supplements? I know one of the, the pieces of advice that you give to kids when, they're, when you know they're taking supplements, regardless of what you tell them or what you don't tell them, and that is drink more water
2: Absolutely. when you're taking supplements. Absolutely. I can't, I can't. I don't know what that feedback is but I came to practice um, early this the during camp this year that's, that's when I, I heard it yep I had a I had a jar of of pre-workout this creatine caffeine loaded uh, supplement and I just read the label to him like nobody nobody reads the label you go I worked at GNC kid walks in with his with his debit card I'm like I'm worried about getting my, my bonus, you know, <laughs> so like, they don't, they don't sit down and read what, what they're putting into their body and what they need to also add to their body. So the general rule of thumb is, um, you know, I I tell everybody drink at least a, a minimum, a hundred ounces of water. Um, just make sure you're, but if you are taking something, at least be able to flush out the bad stuff. I think Lee and I used to talk. I used to drink a lot of caffeine and Red Bulls and stuff. And I think Lee pointed out the astronomical amount of water I had to, I had to drink to flush all that extra caffeine out.
1: Crazy. Absolutely crazy. So what, what should parents be aware of? Um, When, when, when kids are, are getting ready to start taking supplements or are in the middle of taking supplements, you know, the amount, the type, the cost side effects, red flag ingredients, things like that. What, what should parents
2: be aware of, or what should they be looking for? I think there's, it's a, it's a very layered question. I mean, I would say parents need to, obviously if they know their kids, um, Taking supplements, they need to be looking for changes, um, not only to their to their physical, but to their emotional side of things. Um, and that would be the biggest red flag. Is if you're noticing mood changes or um, just people reacting differently um, to stimuli, would be would be a huge red flag. But also, I my my challenge to the parents is educate yourself. Uh, I mean, ed, spend some time talking about the, the meal planning for the week, um, with your kids, if they're looking to their goals to gain some, some muscle mass, um, when you guys are sitting down and planning on the, the meals for the week, spend some time talking about, um, the proteins that you're putting in your body and the carbs and, and how you can set your diet up to, um, allow your muscles to utilize or, or break down, metabolize that that protein in the most productive way possible.
0: So let me ask you this, Brandon, if let's say a kid comes up to you and and they're not talking supplements, but they want to make sure they are performing the best they can. And they know that at, at lunch is going to be four hours before they work out. And then also we're talking, you know, maybe leading up like within that hour, until they're going to work out and then right after what are what are some things four hours in advance you should be doing before you're going to do perform that physical activity and then also like the immediate
2: before and after so i mean four hours ahead ahead of time is probably too far out to to plan so um i would I, i pack a lunch and i pack a lot of snacks right now um i know I know Paul's been on a a diet regimen before too, where he's pretty, pretty rigid. Yeah. You go up and down, but, um, I would say 30 minutes prior, um, when we refer to pre-workout in our house over the last month, we're talking about putting, uh, proteins and carbs in our body, not, not creatine and, and caffeine. Um, so just make sure you got something in your stomach. So your, your body has your muscles have the energy to get through your workout uh, so you're not breaking down those those glycogen stores and and you're able to recover and then I, there's the argument that if it's asked, if you put protein in your body over 30 minutes after the workout that it's useless that i think that's a little bit of blown out of proportion if you can put um some protein and some carbs back in your body 30 minutes to an hour after your workout, you're gonna see a lot of benefit from from your muscle recovery standpoint.
1: What can you tell us about uh, pre, during, post, meal replacement, smoothies, bang,
2: rain, et cetera, all those things, what can you tell us about it? If, if you don't know what those ingredients are on the can, don't, t- don't do it. Um, Iowa has had a tremendous strength and conditioning program. And I know Paul's talked about it for years and years about green light, yellow light, red light foods. If it doesn't grow out of the ground and it's not alive, that's probably not the best. Right. Probably not good for you. The uh, I, I think the most
1: important piece of advice is do your research and do your homework. That 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 is got to be number one on the list, both both user and parent. Or or I mean, you you need to make sure you know what's happening and what's going in your body and what's what's there. Um, have you seen PEDs effects? Have you seen the effects of PEDs? Have you witnessed anybody do those and and
2: see the uh, the after effects of them? Not me personally, but I had I had a couple of college teammates that. That's what I mean. You
1: seeing it, not necessarily doing it, but seeing it.
2: Yeah, I've, I've seen it was it was more that social emotional change uh, red flag than than any of the uh, because it was happening. So in such a short term, I don't know what they're like now at this point in their life, some 15 to 20 years after. So um, it do, it does mess with you um so you build more. we had several kids that when they
1: left for the summer were were tiny and when they came back they didn't fit into their clothes anymore because they had just i don't know how many cycles they had done over the summer but they were humongous when they came back it's crazy um any signs or symptoms that uh listeners should be looking for
0: red flags I'd say like a quick range of emotion is, I mean, not that that can happen with a lot of different things in your life, but I know I'm pretty sure there was a, a kid that was a couple of years older than me in high school that, that took steroids and maybe just the, the highs and lows in a short amount of time. I mean, it just, you knew something was wrong and that was always the story. But I, I think there are those, those mood swings that happen pretty quickly that, something's probably going on now that could be other types of drugs too. That doesn't have to be the performance enhancing ones. And, and like I said, it could be other things, but that's, that's one thing I've always heard and and something I did see as well.
2: I agree. I
1: would tell you, I would tell you from, from the, the gentleman that I saw um, that were using anabolic steroids in, in college, um, we're we're not talking a little physical change. We are talking drastic and dramatic physical change um, in a very short amount of time. And, and I'm not sure I can properly explain to you how the one young man looked when he was a freshman to when he came into camp his junior year. The the difference between um, the two and and it wasn't natural um, how he looked. So that would be another one, but. Again, I guess, ultimately for us, the, the number one thing is make sure you're educated, right? Do your research, look into those things, um, know what it is that you think your child needs before you send them with, with the debit card to the uh, supplement store. Because I guarantee you, the person at the supplement store could be named Brandon Schmitz for all we know, is, is gonna try and rack up as big a bill as possible so that that bonus comes home so he can get that new pair of Nikes or, or the whatever you were trying to get back in the day. Stereo system. Nike there you go. There you go. You two got any final thoughts on that one?
0: No. Okay. Lee? No. No. Like I said, I, I would not be the poster child for uh, um, knowing a lot about or performance-enhancing drugs, nor would I ever look like I used any of those <laughs> things.
1: I I don't know if I can emphasize enough; it, it is dramatic the the physical changes that when people are using those dramatic. Um, so I just I figured I would I would throw out the history of anabolic steroids. Do you know that testosterone was first synthesized in 1935? by the Germans. Did you know that? I bet you didn't. And that in 1954, the, the Russian weightlifters um, started using that as far as the professional athletes. And that's kind of where things took off. And then they-, they haven't stopped. They, what's that?
0: They haven't stopped using them. Okay, good point. Good point. And- So that means they've been literally doping for 70 years. Yeah, yeah, basically. So once they figured out what that did, as far as
1: the, uh, um, the enhancement that it gave them, then they were off and running. And then it became very rampant. Um, and I do believe it was at the Anabolic Steroid Act in 1990 that uh, they tried to get things a little bit more under control because if I'm not mistaken, professional athletes in the 70s and 80s especially were, were very uh, well known for using them um to, to try and get the edge on things. So anyway, that was it for the history. Just a little antibiotic steroid knowledge for you.
0: Well, let's not forget <laughs> like the the greatest baseball decade of our lives, especially like that 98 home run chase, was essentially fueled by performance-enhancing drugs. So it's like right. from a from a fan's perspective, I mean, how much fun was that? But then you think about Yeah. I mean, it was that, that summer into the fall was, was awesome. And, you know, then you look back and it just doesn't seem as cool now. uh, 1989 Mark McGuire
1: does not look anything like 1999 Mark McGuire. No. Yeah. And I love Mark McGuire. I love him, but there were, (laughs) there were some things there that helped him. Okay. YouTube.
2: Oh, how does Ryan Braun not look much different? This is why I'm not sure. Obviously,
1: different kinds of (laughs) performance-enhancing drugs, right? They just take it and sit on the couch. You know what I mean? No, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they aren't anabolic steroids. Maybe they're just steroids. Prednisone. Yeah, he
0: just takes a lot of prednisone.
1: Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Little side note: Great job out of the Brewers. Um, go Braves, baby! Backing into the into the postseason and thinking that they're they're better off by resting everybody and not sharpening their saw as they get ready to go into the postseason and lose three to one to the uh, Atlanta Braves. Yep. Anyway, everybody, uh, everybody strapped in yep. for yeah. the positive.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Here we go. Brandon Schmitz passing his certification exam. That's the positive on the podcast.
0: Let's go, Brandon. Well, that's <laughs> like the first test you probably ever passed. <laughs> I took it all by myself. <laughs> well, you you know that
1: there wasn't an entrance exam to get into code. So
2: <laughs> oh, so you guys are too kind to make that. Congrats
0: though, man. That's awesome. Well, that's thanks. it?
2: You're not gonna tell us anything about it? Uh no. I want somebody else to take it and see, see how see how fun it is. That's why we're celebrating it. it I mean, it's, it's intense. It's intense. I mean, I have studied less. So this is couple- awesome. I,
1: I, people are, people <laughs> I got, are turning
2: the volume up
1: right now. They're turning the volume up because they're so riveted in what it is that you're saying.
2: I busted out my textbook tonight for this podcast to make sure I knew what I was talking about. I mean, that's how much I know.
0: (laughs) I liked you a lot more when you drank a lot of coffee and ripped Red Bulls.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I I didn't feel the same, though. (laughs) Remember
0: that time you lost 17 pounds at Winterset?
2: Yeah, you guys thought I was going to, like, drink water or something during the game. Yeah. Way to be a tough guy. I hope that you you
1: you try to get Corey Archer to now do that. Take your place and see how much weight he can lose during a, uh, a contest. Although it's starting to cool off, so he'll have a little bit tougher time
2: to do yeah, it. Corey, Corey Archer can move some weight in the weight room. He's big the big guy. Dude.
1: Big dude. Maybe we should talk to him about a few things. Anyway, <laughs> what is the process of this test?
2: So I... I uh, became a member of the National Strength and Conditioning Coaches Association. Um, can, you give us part- that, can you give us the acronym, please? No. I just take the first letter of each one of those words. And then... Uh, so I NSCCA? Bought, bought the textbook, uh, Essentials of Strength and Conditioning and Training. Uh, and then uh, signed up for all their online practice tests. Basically, I read the textbook cover to cover. Um, took six different practice tests. And there's also another book. Uh,
0: Any of these on tape? He's he's looking.
2: <laughs> oh. He's looking well, for a book. I also get the Journal of Strength and Conditioning Research, the quarterly journal, uh, and I get. Get to read uh, a lot of really, really great scientific research-based um, articles. So it's it's a lot of reading. It's it's not really my strong suit in education. But um, at the end of the day, I learned a lot, and I'm able to apply that knowledge to the students. So, did you hear Lee's question? No, I didn't. I was mumbling.
0: Do they have any of those on tape? <laughs> would have been nice
2: a lot of mowing time
0: why do you have to buy books when most research is done via twitter and facebook
2: <laughs> tiktok also a lot of <laughs> there. so walk us through this
1: you decide you want to get certified yep so step one
2: is what uh become a member of whatever organization you want to get certified in step two Uh, step two i recommend purchasing the study materials then step three is schedule your test and be ready to step three is not schedule your test step three is
1: study the materials right step four is take your practice exams
2: yep step five now yeah now that we skipped step three and four um then you schedule your test and then you got to go in, give them your, your phone, make sure you don't have any, it's, it's kind of a little. You have to take pilot. the test naked. D- no, but I mean. Could you? Yeah, <laughs> I don't, it was everything short of a, a TSA pat down, so. <laughs> how um, long
1: did the test take? In a couple hours. Mm. How about, how about now that you are certified? What do you have to do to maintain your certification?
2: Uh, it's just like a teaching license. So you got to do a continuing ed credits. Um, I I don't know what, exactly what the hours are. I have to reread the email when the deadline comes. So, but those
1: th- those are popping up all over the place now. Those, yeah, those but, opportunities but to do that.
2: Go into clinics. Yeah, being with clinics things of that that nature.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well. Congratulations and huge positive, not, not only for, obviously for the podcast, but also for Norwalk because now you are, I mean, you're able to officially stay in your role that you're currently in um, as we transition into the new the new place, you know? And, and I don't know, Lee, you have no idea, but we now have, we've now got, we got iron in the air now. It's starting to really take shape in uh, them putting stuff up. Anything else? Positive? Yeah. Do you have. You had one last week. You added one. Mm. Teachers in general after parent-teacher conference. I'm now married to a 40-year-old. Is that positive? That's a positive. And you pulled off a uh, surprise party.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm glad that's done. <laughs>
2: yeah. They're the worst. Yeah. For I bet it well.
1: We raised, we ruined the good surprise on you, or we wasted the good surprise on you, big daddy. So that's what we got. You know, we got Randy Schmidt's passing tests. We got the history of anabolic steroids. We got a little bit of a little talk on supplements and performance enhancing drugs. We got Prairie Metals, our non-sponsor. We've got little high school sports. We got some feedback we got, uh, we got a little confessional. We got, we, we've got uh, several questions centered around brushing your teeth. And then we've also got Katie Theater. So this was episode 63. If you've got any feedback whatsoever for us on Big Papa Pump, Scott Steiner, make sure you let us know. Um, as always, appreciate you two coming on and uh, spending a little time, especially this late on a, uh, on a Tuesday night. And um, that's all I got. Let me hear from you and appreciate you listening. Appreciate you two being on. I'm Paul Patterson signing off episode 63. Scott Steiner talking the walk. All
0: right. Thank you. I'm guest host Lee Nelson.
1: Closing time. Thank you for listening to the talking the walk podcast show. Yeah.